Welcome to Baseball America's College Podcast. Baseball America, bringing you baseball news you can't get anywhere else for more than 35 years. Now it's time to talk college baseball. Pretty big Monday at Baseball America. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dave Slate, for the introduction. John, Jimmer, Mike, and Teddy here uh, in the break room uh, in between the selection show and the conference call where the selection uh, committee will address uh, media questions. So let's take 15 minutes, guys, uh, to touch on kind of the high notes. Teddy, uh, real quick high notes of the, the committee's performance, 62 out of 64 from Jim Schoenard, of what he thought would happen. It wasn't necessarily what Jim thought should happen. It, it, pretty good predictions, but it seems like they went, for the most part, chalk with RPI, with the ex- notable exceptions of North Carolina and Michigan which got skipped over for some lower RPI teams, such as, say, um, an Oregon State, I guess, that's the other kind of RPI team left out, whereas teams like Washington got in. Yeah, I, th- when the they released the host last night and they went with um, you know, the hosts, it was the top 16 RPI teams with the exception of Coastal being replaced by Virginia, which was number 17. You knew that RPI was go- this was going to be an RPI-heavy year. Uh, that's just the way the committee was was going to break it down. And at the time, I thought North Carolina uh, would be pretty safe with that, being a top 20 RPI team. Uh, but I guess that was not enough for them. It's not enough for Michigan with their uh, top 40 RPI. Um, but I think the, uh, you know, UNC, I go back and forth on this. I mean, they are a bubble team. They were the first out for the committee. Uh, so I guess you do go back and forth with where their resume stands and, um a monster RPI. Yeah. And that's basically what they had. And I feel like, I guess if we're, there is going to be this much emphasis on RPI this year, and it's clear that there was, um, then you have to have the top 20 RPI team in. I, I, I guess I don't see how, that, how you can do that if you're going to go straight RPI for most of the national seeds and for the hosts. Jimmer, what did you think of the uh, Tar Heels being left out, but also just on the overall field in general? Uh, you went eight for eight on the national seed, so you pegged that with LSU edging out Ole Miss mm-hmm. for one of those national seeds. Clemson earning its way in. Um, what, was, was there? What were your thoughts on those uh, last, those first three out? I, I kind of thought that Michigan would wind up getting in, but I guess that would have made the Big Ten what a four bid league. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because Nebraska yeah, got, got it in Minnesota. Got it. Yeah, I had it as two, and Nebraska it was three, ended up as three. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, the two teams I missed were uh, Carolina and um, Oregon State in over and Long, Long Beach. Beach State and out. Over Long Beach and, uh, and uh, Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about, you know, North Carolina a lot. I mean, they are, they're, I mean, their top one, you know, top 50 record, top 100 record were all pretty good. This is the conference record, thirteen and seventeen, so they don't make the conference tournament. It's, should should it's, making the conference tournament? I mean, yeah, I, guess I don't the think thing is, like, I think that was necessarily it. It was just like somewhat artificial. In yeah, a way. I mean, thir- I mean, they could have used the opportunity to get some more wins, uh, but I mean, thirteen and seventeen. You know, Georgia Tech goes one and three there in, in Durham and still gets in. So they, you know, so they were, they were thirteen and sixteen. They end up fourteen and nineteen, uh, number twenty in the RPI on Warren Nolan here and. I mean, it's tough to. I mean, this is two years in a row. North Carolina said the best RPI of a team left out, uh, if I remember correctly. And I think you're right about that. Yeah, it's I two, mean, if it's two straight years that don't make it, Mike. I mean, I know we're spending a lot of time talking about them. It's also right. they're always linked with Oregon State, and here Oregon okay. State doesn't get in either. I think we really thought the Pac-12 would be a five-bid league. I, I understand Michigan not making it. Their RPI was high because of a lot of road games. 
Um, I'm a little bit surprised that Oregon State didn't make it. They swept UCLA at the end of the year. They didn't just sweep. They shut out UCLA three games in a row. Yeah. Um, which surprised you more, uh, Oregon State not getting in or North Carolina not getting in? That's a tough question. You know, I, I think... I'm here to ask the tough questions. Yeah, no, I know you are. I know you are. You know, when I, when I looked at UNC's schedule... You know, personally, we talk about what we think should happen and what we expect to happen. You know, I, I didn't think they, they should get in given what they did in ACC play, given, and we've touched on this before, we talked a little bit about this when we did our Facebook Live yesterday, but yeah. you, you just Interminable look, Facebook Live, which you yeah. could not get to work today, unfortunately. Yeah, we'll but... We'll try again later. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, uh, the, the problem is less with not making the ACC tournament and more with just what they did in ACC play where their their best their best series win was against Duke which is a, a good series win because Duke as we know now is a, is a is a team in you know in a regional the number 3 seed in the Columbia regional but other than that it, it really was an uneventful and I mean they had they had a series wins against Virginia Tech, Notre Dame and um, someone else and I'm forgetting but I, you know, I don't know. It's just obviously their RPI was high due to their non-conference schedule, and they start off the season really well. But I, I just felt like you, you watch the team, and you know we see the team a lot just because we're based in Durham. Right. You see the team, and it, it just doesn't have the look of a, you know, you know, a postseason team necessarily. And then you look at Oregon State, and as you mentioned, yeah, I mean, obviously uh, finishing finishing off the season very strong. You know, it's kind of interesting. You know, the, you talk about the links between Oregon State and UNC. You know, here you have Oregon State finishing off the season with a really loud series win against UCLA. Right. UNC started the season with a, at that time, a loud series win against UCLA. So that's yeah. kind of an interesting parallel there. It, it is. They're, those teams are always linked. Yeah. Um, the teams that got in, the bubble in guys, Long Beach State and Boston College, were two of the last teams announced in as well. I guess uh, that had to be nervous. That had to be nerve wracking. Uh, who were the other kind of last teams in? Uh, yeah, and I guess, uh, Teddy, just thoughts on the overall seeding. I guess one thing that surprised us a bit, um, I, well, I was surprised that uh, Arizona State was still a two, even after getting just bludgeoned. Maybe I'm fixing, fixing on one game, but they got beat 31-9 by Southern Cal. But otherwise, it felt like the seeding and the placement of teams, there weren't a ton of surprises in that regard. It really just was coming down to those last kind of two teams that would get in. Well, the one thing about Arizona State being a two is, if they're a two, why are they not hosting is, is kind of my question. Why is why why are you not sending someone out there? But that's a completely different thing. Um, we could talk hosting, though, if you want to. Uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> I mean, I do think they landed on the 16 best hosts. Um, I, I, I guess I'll say that, that I don't care that they're all in the southeast, that that's, that's probably what's right. But if, um, if Arizona State's a two, you might as well give the West a host, right? But anyway... Um, so the St. Mary's is a three. That's a St. Mary's you. is a three. That. Surprised me. Minnesota is a two. Surprised me. That um, was a big shock. Yeah, I don't really know what Minnesota is doing as a two. Their RPI is not great, and um, they only won the Big Ten by a half game. And their non-conference was not good at all. I mean, basically, they're getting a two for winning the Big Ten regular season. The best which is non-conference fine, win was what Oregon State, right? In one game. I think so yeah. <laughs> so a team that didn't wind up. Getting in, yeah, I that one that one surprised me. And St. Mary's at a three. I mean, I guess the the 
it, it would you probably just have enough low RPI teams. To right, throw out the is floors. that the, the automatics just kind of when when teams like Western Michigan beat Kent State on the final day and knock out some of the better... Because um, Kent State probably would have been a three. They had a low RPI. But yeah, probably. They, they probably had 44 wins, right. a decent RPI. I mean, but if you win a conference, conference regular season, conference tournament, and you have an RPI in the top 70 for a northern school, that's often a number three resume. Yeah. Uh, just, and then you have a under 500 record. You win the Pac-12, apparently as a four-seed resume. Yeah. I thought maybe that maybe the Utah would get a would get a three-seed. I mean, so RPI was just too low, right, Jim? For Utah, yeah. I mean, they were still... And under 500. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't know if we're spending too much time on four seeds here, but just um, when I was doing it, um, it came down to St. Mary's or SEMO, uh, Southeast Missouri State, to be the, the last three or the highest four. And uh, Yeah, neither CMO, one of those feels like a three. Yeah, SEMO so. was four and seven against the top 100. St. Mary's actually does have 13 top 100 wins, albeit they're under 500. But so that, I mean, that was enough, you know, well, Give them a three, the other so. the other one that surprised me was UCSB getting a two seed. Right, and it is that's interesting that UCSB. Yeah. yeah, that's a straight RPI. Um, it's interesting that they get a two and Minnesota gets a two, and then the third place team or the the team behind them, a third team from both of those conferences, also gets in in, in Long Beach and Nebraska, and they had been kind of bubbly. Um, that's a good point. So Long yeah. Beach and Nebraska were two of the bu- most bubbly teams. Right. So the fact that those two, that Santa Barbara and Minnesota, got two seeds, kind of indicated that they yeah. the, 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 they kind of propped up those leagues a little bit. It, I don't know if uh, you know that means the committee is valuing the Big West and the Big Ten more or, or what exactly. But um, you know the fact that those are two, and then they get an additional team from that conference is. I mean, I, I don't think that's an accident at all. Couple other things to note before we go to the conference call. First of all, uh, easiest or toughest regionals. I'm gonna, I'll throw out first of all, Texas A&M's regional. Uh, a three seed is the two, Minnesota. Uh, Wake Forest, which was very bubbly, is the three. I mean, Wake Forest had a good week here this week at the ACC tournament, but it's a fairly thin resume for Wake Forest. I mean, it's, it, I understand why they're in. I'm not knocking that they're in. I'm glad they got in. But it's not a lock that they got in. And Binghamton's a four. So there's no geographical team that fits Texas A&M. There's no other Texas teams. There's no classic rivals. There's nobody who won a conference tournament other than Binghamton. You know, Minnesota won a, a solid league but barely won it. You know, kind of backed into it. I think that's the weakest regional field, guys, for me. A&M should sweep to a regional championship there. Um, a tough regional for me is Starkville. I wouldn't want to see Cal State Florida as my two seed if I'm an SEC team. And Louisiana Tech, I thought, was a borderline two seed. Uh, Conference USA was good this year. Gets four bids. That's the fourth bid from Conference USA. That's a, that's a solid club. Yeah, that was a hot that, team down the That finished very well. So I thought Louisiana Tech could have been a two seed, not a three. Yeah, they had the RPI for it. And Southeast Missouri has a, an ace in Lucchese, who last I checked was leading the country in strikeouts and has generally been offensive, although it's tough to really read Ohio Valley Conference uh, offensive stats. So, Mississippi State's a good team. They're the number six national seed. Uh, they're legit. They have one of the best resumes in the country, but they got a really tough regional guy. So, two SEC teams that were linked throughout the season in our rankings. Um, what was it Texas A&M that just went and just housed Mississippi State, or was it the other way around? Texas A&M that went to Mississippi State and yes, swept them, right? Yes, A&M so went there, yeah. It feels like almost like that series that has weighed down Mississippi State all year Almost weighed them down here because the difference between those two clubs' resumes shouldn't be so vast. But for me, the difference in their regionals is pretty stark, Jimmer. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, the one for me, a couple for me that I like the the Starkville one is a tough one. I'll stay in the uh, Magnolia State. They're the Ole Miss one yeah. with Ooh, Magnolias, Tulane, BC, and Utah. Utah is the, your Pac-12 champ as the right. four. Right. I, that's. I mean, we know BC can pitch. We know they love going on the road. Uh, just what they can, you know. They're hashtag going on, going on to you know. Like we saw them win a series here. That's a. You know, it's gonna be a fun. Well, they, they can pitch Justin Dunn and those guys. That's gonna be a fun one. Um, the the one. I mean, the, the Clemson one's kind of interesting. Um, you know, we talked about Nebraska, Oklahoma State's been a little up and down. Western Carolina, I just saw that's going to be a fun little matchup. Obviously, um, a lot of traditional ties there. Yep, it just, yep. You know, you got uh, Jack Leggett was the coach at Western Carolina, and then he was the coach at Clemson mm-hmm. forever. Now he's this link that's now no longer there. And, and here's another reminder with Western Carolina. I bet, sent he, there. Yeah, I bet he'll be in the stands. He'll be in the stands. He'll be in the stands for Western Carolina. <laughs> no, he's been, <laughs> he's been there I'm for Clemson all I know. Yeah. I mean, he's very tight with those two. I didn't know he, was, like, he visited Western Carolina practice uh, recently. They were, oh, really? they, were, they were all about that uh, uh, this with weekend. The, the, so, the SOCON tournament there. I heard, that, I heard Jack Leggett's name a lot. It's uh, that, that's a that's one of those traditional rivalries that uh, that that makes sense. And uh, kudos to Western Carolina and Bobby Moe, longtime uh, friend of the program, Bob Miranda, getting the getting the catamounts in there. Mike, which ones stand out to you? Which ones are you looking to? Which ones are you going to definitely watch? And which ones might you? Uh, uh, maybe I'll catch a stream here and there. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the ones that we've talked about so far, obviously, those are the ones that that have certainly stood out to me. You know, I, I'd say I'd throw another one in there that I think could be a really interesting regional is right in our backyard, the Raleigh. Yeah, regional with NC State. Yeah, good pitching. You know, aces on, on Navy and, and St. Mary's. You got Corbin, Corbin Burns, if I could say his name, coming into town. And, and you Gilling, can say Gilling. it. I won't spell it right. I guarantee you <laughs> I'll spell it wrong. <laughs> and, uh, and Gillingham with, with Navy. And, you know, Coastal, Coastal Carolina is a team that could argue, you know, had the, could have hosted, you know, given their RPI and their resume. Obviously, they're not. But it's a strong number two seeded team that can hit really well. And, you know, NC State, you know, I you could argue that maybe they didn't deserve to host in some ways with, with how things kind of played out at the end of the season for them. Uh, and they're a little banged up right now, too. You know, it's going to be interesting to see pitching-wise, you know, how they're going to line up with, you know, Ryan Williamson uh, dealing with the triceps issues. They haven't had o- O'Donnell all year. It doesn't sound like they're going to get him back, but we'll, right. we'll see what happens with that. But I think that's going to be a, a very interesting regional, and I, I'm also kind of interested to see the Tallahassee regional. I feel like, I mean, Florida State historically strong at home. I feel like they'll come through that okay, but Southern Miss is a, is a tough number two seed, and I think South Alabama is a tough number three as well. So we'll see how that goes. Teddy, I'm going to wrap with you. You don't have to stick to that subject. We've picked over the strong regional. What did you think overall, if you wanted to touch on – I tweeted about this. I do think it's an issue that bothers me that there's so many very predictable super regional matchups, Florida, Florida State, Clemson, South Carolina. That bothered me. But just in general, your final take as we, before we get out of here. Well, I did want to highlight one regional that I think is weak, uh, and that is Nashville. I think Vanderbilt got a dr- great draw. Um, Xavier wins the Big East, but you know they, they're not – it's not a four that's going to scare – that's not one of the scarier fours. UCSB has been struggling all year, and they're two, like I mentioned. And then Washington has been I, – I don't, I don't know what to make of Washington. It's a good team, but it's not a great team. And so I think, I think Vanderbilt did well. And that's another team that people were wondering whether they would host or not, if uh, they would give the SEC seven hosts. If they wouldn't, Vanderbilt was probably the seventh SEC host. And here they are with a pretty good-looking regional. Um, very winnable regional, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, so overall, I you know I think the committee did a 
a really good job here uh, for the most part. You know, it's a job that nobody wants. It's um, a thankless job. You're always going to get criticized. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you, you just talk all the, all these coaches and um, you know listen to their uh, you know the, them campaigning for for different teams, and ultimately though they're all pretty happy that they don't have, they're the ones that have to make the decision, and I will I will join them in that. So it was an interesting selection. Um, we'll see how the tournament plays out. Uh, hopefully, it is a, an, an exciting tournament, and I, I think there there are going to be some good regionals this weekend. I mean, you guys mentioned some some good ones, and uh, you know, I'm sure there will be uh, one or two surprises out there too. All right, we're going to come back later in the afternoon, but it's time to go uh, do the conference calls. Time to, and hopefully, we'll uh, be back later with some Facebook Live as well because I'm obsessed with it and uh, I like it. I like staring into the phone and talking, as Mike knows. So, <laughs> much more analysis to come at baseballamerica.com. Thanks, everybody. This concludes our program. Want more in-depth baseball coverage? Be a better fan. Visit BaseballAmerica.com to get more comprehensive baseball coverage. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.